the volume. Moneyline Monaco is presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. There is no better place to make every moment more than with FanDuel. I love betting on FanDuel Sportsbook for so many reasons. Great odds and markets for the MLB, NBA, NHL, and so many more. Awesome new and existing user promotions. It's America's number one sports book. It's easy to use, safe and secure. You get winnings fast. And it's so fun to combine multiple bets from the same game into a same game parlay. Discover the most popular same game parlays each day and night when you log in. And FanDuel Sportsbook is now live in Ontario, Canada. If you are new, just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app to get started now. Sign up with promo code MONACO so they know I sent you. Disclaimer, 21 plus and present in Arizona, Colorado, Connecticut, Iowa, Illinois, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, or Wyoming. another episode of Sports Gambling with Moneyline Monaco. I'm your host, Alex Monaco. We are fresh off a New York City. J.J. Redick and Draymond Green with special guest Stephen A. Smith. Volume Sports and Old Man the Three collaboration podcast was there in person yesterday. Absolutely sensational. Pod comes out today. Make sure to check it out on JJ's platform, as well as ours, and it was all ball talk, and it was phenomenal. And look, we're not too far removed from the NBA draft. We have NBA free agency two sleeps away. We could pick baseball, or we could talk about what's happening and what's buzzing in the NBA. And as they spoke last night, Kyrie Irving, breaking news, ops into Brooklyn, As we watched them last night, John Wall is apparently going to the Los Angeles Clippers. This is riveting. We have so many interesting free agents coming up. What's Bradley Beal going to do? Is Levine taking a phenomenal contract extension from the Bulls? A lot to unpack. I did make an emotional purchase yesterday, though, when I found out the Kyrie news, and Although five of the eight other Brooklyn players that saw at least 10 minutes of action last first round against the Celtics are becoming free agents, that includes a Bruce Brown and Andre Drummond, a Claxton, I have a weird inkling that before this free agency, the Brooklyn Nets may lock in some key valuable pieces, and I want the narrative. Now, Draymond was asked this question last night by JJ. Who is a problem and who is more or less a serious concern in the West and overall? Now, Draymond wanted to allude to all teams, but he didn't 
in this New York obvious audience that we were in, want to talk on Brooklyn and want to talk on the Knicks, etc. in the East. He stayed on the West, but I want to talk about the East for a second and what this Kyrie opt-in means. Now, let's not forget this man had career highs last year in a couple of categories. Shot 40.6% from three, 20, average 27, shot 49% from the field. In his last three years, He's averaging right around 27, 5.8, and 4.4. This is a seven-time All-Star, three-time first NBA, all-first all team. Opting in, telling KD he's in, knowing they're getting Ben Simmons. And you remember what that first round was against the Celtics. I bet on that series every game. Brooklyn covered the spread. I believe it was two of four. Might have even been three of four. Those games were close. Let's not forget, Tatum had a game-winning layup in game one. Kyrie had a phenomenal first game. What I'm saying is this. The East, I think, has three or four teams clearly between the Bucs, the Heat, the Celtics, and the Nets. I can go the Seabiscuit distance. But when we're talking about star power, when we're talking about health being phenomenal, I mean, look, KD missed an array of games. Kyrie played half the season. You have to wash your hands with last year's Nets team, which is frustrating because you think about Kyrie and KD here. You think about Durant here. His first year, he was out. Second year, he played. Look, they were a Seinfeld pinky toe KD big toe away from beating the Bucs who went on to win the championship two years ago. They didn't have Joe Harris last year. Aldridge got hurt in a very key pivotal time. Blake Griffin came on strong at the end, but ultimately they didn't have the manpower. And I'm listening to Draymond talk last night and I'm saying to myself, what would be as a fan if I'm going to sit on a futures bet? And I think I'm allowed one fandom futures bet and one all-in serious one. You talk to Sharps, typically they will fire on two or three teams to win the NBA championship or the NFL Super Bowl or the MLB World Series, you're allowed a couple of teams. My Eastern Conference team, after I saw Kyrie opt in, I want it. I want Brooklyn, and I want Golden State, and we know seven Warriors are hitting the unrestricted market, so you might want to wait, because it includes a Looney, a GP the second, Otto Porter, Iggy, Jordan Poole, he's eligible for the extension for his rookie deal. What's going to happen with Wiggins? This is going to be fascinating. But I think they bring it back, they run it back. Maybe the Warriors lose one piece. Like if I see a Looney or a GP go get their bag, you can't fault it. If Looney goes, look, let's not forget this this team has Wiseman. I think the Warriors, and I'm listening to Draymond with conviction last night, talking about this team running it back, winning three of the next four. Who in the West can stop them? He said Memphis is a problem, but they're not a threat. And the Clippers are a problem and a threat. And he gave serious daps to Tyron Lewis, essentially the second best coach behind Steve Kerr in the NBA. That's it. That's it in the West. Now a lot has to go right. But if I want to sit and have a fun futures ticket to sit on, do you know how high the ratings would be, how spectacular 
This NBA Finals would be upcoming in 2023 if it was the Nets, KD, Kyrie, and Simmons versus the Warriors. It's better than any matchup in the entire NBA unless we're talking about a completely reshuffled, refurbished LA Laker team potentially dancing against the Celtics for historical rivalry purposes or even the likes of a Bucks or a Nets. This is what I want. I'm getting plus 16-16 on the Nets and the Warriors. And this is what I'll say. Last thing I'll say. In the NFL, you have so much parity. You haven't even watched a back-to-back champion happen since the early 00 Tom Brady Patriots team. It's a new champion every single year, seemingly. In the NBA... And I swear you can do this. Do it with your friends. Do it analytically. Do it emotionally. Do it non-emotionally. It is always, only, maybe, at the over-under, five to six NBA teams that can truly make it a title run. Six teams. Six teams. I can say it to you off the dome for next season. And the Warriors and the Nets are two of those six. And so a lot to still happen, a lot to still unfold. This is my pre, and the odds will change, NBA free agency purchase for the East and the West. And now I want to segue to the Rookie of the Year. We're off the NBA draft. It's official. Bancaro's going to the Magic. You got Jabari going to the Rockets. Little 1031 exchange, little castle on the chess table of these two going where the odds... Did not have them going. Just a swing of events in that wild, wild last 24 hours at the bookmaker table, if you saw it, of Bancaro going as high as plus 1,600 at one point, 48, 72 hours prior, all the way down to a pick and he goes first. And I'm looking at Bancaro at plus 350. I'm licking my chops at Rookie of the Year. Now, you can make a case for a Jabari, a home, a Chet. But I don't think in those two systems, I think Holmgren has a lot of room to grow. I think he's more of a prospect. OKC is really the Oakland A's, Tampa Bay Rays of the NBA. They're they're a work in progress with Holmgren, in my opinion. And... I think he's a great shooter. I think he comes in and he can he can wet threes, no problem. But does he come in and dominate as rookie of the year? Look at Ben Carroll, all right? And then look at the last half a dozen NBA rookie of the years. Ben Carroll's coming in averaging 17, 7.8, and 3.2. And he shot 33.8% from three, which is not bad for a, for a big. That final four run, double-double against North Carolina, 16-7 against Arkansas. He had 22 against Tech. He had 19 against Michigan State. If he's coming in averaging 17 and and just about 8, and Scotty Barnes won it last year with 15 and 7.5, and, I mean, yes, LaMelo, a little different case, of course, point guard, 15, 6, and 6 won it. Then you see what Simmons did when he won it, 15, 8, and 8. Cat won, won it with 18 and 10. Bancaro's numbers are not far off. And I think he could exceed what Scotty Barnes did for the Orlando Magic, who have a ton of young pieces. And then the the other element of this is not just 
what he did in college and, and what his trajectory is, but it's fit, right? Where's the fit? Scotty Barnes had a defined role after 15, 20 games in that Nick Nurse scheme. Where's the fit going to be for these top five guys that win the NBA draft that could win rookie of the year? And I think Bancaro, because Orlando doesn't have a star, but they have some young energetic pieces, they could look to this guy as being the man for this team as a rookie. And that element in the futures firing of NBA draft of NBA draftees in rookie of the year, I think is absolutely worth noting for him to come in I would say a polished piece and almost averaging a double double in college that's kind of what I'm looking at as the one two now Jabari could get off but that Rockets team they're a little bit ahead in my humble opinion of the magic as far as a rebuild goes and with Jalen Green And a couple of young guys that they have, I don't know if they're looking at Jabari to be an immediate all-in first option, so to speak. Whereas in Orlando, who we going to right now on this roster? I mean, you got a bunch of 2K, 79, 83s. I hate to say it. I got to say it. So I like Bancaro personally to win Rookie of the Year. We're getting in on FanDuel plus 350. And then I'm going to segue because I want to briefly give you a pick pick for something now to nibble on. It was at minus 140 this morning. It might be at minus 150 now. Novak Djokovic to win Wimbledon is sitting there at a little bit of juice. And I think we have to take it. All right. This man last year, one open away, a U.S. open away rather, from winning all four majors in the same year. And... He had the whole vaccine thing happen with Australia. He couldn't play. And now that he's able to come in, going for his fourth Wimbledon title in a row and seventh overall, I mean, that is so regronculous. It's not even funny. And then there's the element in tennis of how well these players play on different Courts. We know that Nadal is the king of clay. I had him, if you follow Moneyline Monaco, social media, had him to win the French Open, plus 440. Taking candy from the sports books for that one. But Rafa's playing hurt right now. Federer is not in the tournament for the first time since 1998. And then you factor in that no player outside of Novak, Federer, or Andy Murray has even won this tournament since 2010. How do we not take... Novak Djokovic here. You have to do it. And the extra ethos, pathos, locos, how about the all-time major titles run between Nadal and Djokovic at this juncture? Novak is looking to close the gap. Nadal wins the first two majors and he's now leading the race this season. Novak's got to catch up. I don't see anyone stopping him in this tournament. I watched him early. Did give up a set in his first round. That's okay. I think this man is poised to win this tournament. I think it's a no-brainer. Minus 140. Fourth in a row. Seventh overall. This is his domain. This is my house. 
I love it. So I'm going on a sick debrief here. Well, the Nets Warriors 2023, way too early futures before the NBA free agency. And if we could bet on where players were going to land, oh baby, would we have done that. I'm going to take Bancaro to win rookie of the year. I'm going to go with Novak to win Wimbledon. That is a pod for you. Sports gambling with Moneyline Monaco. Make sure to check out all of my posts on Moneyline Monaco and Alex Monaco across TikTok, Instagram, and Twitter. And, of course, all picks posted on Action Network. We are firing on Baseball Daily. So don't forget to check me out there. I will be back on Thursday with a special guest in the sports betting space. Don't forget, as always, to hug your mothers. We will see you then. Ta-ta real smooth.